Welcome back to another episode of Slaughter University. We're going to get on into it right now, you guys. So what's been on my heart to speak about is speed. And they're like, well, and you're like, what you mean, Chris, by speed? What do you mean speed has been on your mind? I feel like we moving too fast. Yeah, I feel like as a people, as, as individuals, we are moving too fast and we are missing every single thing around us, right? And when you say, Chris, we're moving too fast, what are we moving too fast in? I got a couple different topics. I got a couple different things I think that we're moving too fast in. But what I feel the Holy Spirit put on my heart is, why have you stopped praying? And who are you rushing? So the title of today's message is, But God, when? Because we all want to know when it's going to happen. When is the house coming? When is the job coming? When is the spouse coming? Lord, when are you coming? You know, we just want to know when and because we don't know when it causes us to move in this rambunctious and this 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 real uh speedily state right we 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 gonna we gonna we moving in this real speedily state we trying to save money too fast we trying to get out of debt too fast we trying to uh grow in christ too fast right and I'm going to need y'all to slow down, right? Now, I'm going to show y'all a picture. Now, this picture is not somebody I want you to role model after, but I want this picture I'm going to show you is the person who taught me how to slow down. Yeah. Mr. Bobby Valentino, right? Like I said, he's not a role model. I'm not saying to, 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 to model after this person. But he was the first one that said, slow down, right? So every time you start moving too fast, I want you to remember what he said. And Bobby Valentino said, slow down. So let's get into it. Slowing down. Well, Chris, well, the first thing you said was, is that we we try to get out of uh, debt too fast, right? Well, let me tell you something. You didn't mess your credit up overnight. It's not going to build overnight. See, it's not that you want to get out of debt at a, at a good pace is the problem. It's the way you're going about it, right? The way you're going about your dating life, the way you're going about your relationship with Christ, the way you're going about your prayer life, you are rushing somebody and you, oh, Lord, I, I'm not rushing you. I'm not rushing. Yes, you is. You are rushing somebody who says one day is like a thousand. Oh, Lord, I'm finished screaming this place. One day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like a day. But yet, you believe that everything is going to be on your time. 
So let me ask you a question as a believer. You say that you believe in God. You say that you believe he's omnipotent, omnipresent. You believe that he's the great I am. You believe that he did everything that he say he's going to do and did. But yet you don't feel like he's going to do the thing he already told you he's going to do in his word and the things he revealed to you. So you're trying to rush, right? So let me take you back to Genesis, right? Let, let's, let's just be honest. He told Abraham and Sarah, of course, that Isaac was coming. But see, Isaac came, what, 25 some years later after God had made that promise. Could you wait 25 years? Could any of you really wait 25 years for a promise that God made you or God gave you, right? But see, I came across this beautiful verse that I think a lot of you need to go and read. Because see, let me tell you something. Y'all have y'all favorite parts of the Bible. Y'all have y'all favorite parts of the Bible that y'all like to go to. But do you remember in Hebrews eleven six where he said, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Right? So what am I saying is, is it wrong for you to want these things to happen? No, but it also says right here, in Matthew 6, 34, therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will have a uh, worry about its own things sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So what I'm trying to get across you guys is mine and to understand is, is that just because you're going on 40 dates a week don't mean that you're going to find that person at that time. You are moving too fast. Slow it down because it's a lesson in every single thing. So when I was in therapy, my therapist told me, she said, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to tell me what you hear. And when I closed my eyes, I heard the clock ticking. I heard the birds chirping. I heard the cars driving by outside her house. I heard the waterfall inside her house. I heard the uh what's the little machine called that 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 purifier. I heard that. And then immediately, y'all, as I'm listening to everything, I opened my eyes and she said, well, What do you hear? And I told her everything that I heard. And she said, Now what do you think about that? I said, if my eyes wasn't closed in this moment, I would have missed seven things that's going on at this current time. So that means that if she hadn't slowed me down, if she hadn't slowed me down to listen to what's going on around me, I would have missed all this beautiful stuff that I never seen. So Chris, why are you saying I'm moving too fast? Because you're rushing to accomplish a goal that's going to happen. Let me tell you something. If you eat right and you go to the gym, the weight is going to come off. Period. 
Anybody that been in the gym will tell you, you probably won't even see it until three months down the line, right? If you just say, you know what? I have this much in debt. I'm going to put a little money to the side every single week or bi-weekly or monthly, however you get paid, and I'm going to just chip away at that debt. As long as you're not increasing and you put money to decrease it, it is going to go away. It's going to go away. But I think what you want to learn while paying your debt off is one, how did I get here? And two, how do I make sure I never get back? See, if I gave you a thousand dollars right now and you had nine hundred dollars worth of debt, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna pay that debt off, but you're gonna run it right back up. Some of y'all pay y'all credit cards down, and next thing you know, before it can even show that it's paid, you out there swiping again. You out there swiping again. See, it is beauty and patience. It is beauty and patience. See, see, God can do it. Don't get it twisted. God can do it in, in a drop of a dime. But why? Why do it? Because it is a lesson that he is trying to get you to learn. Let me tell you something. The more you pay that debt down, if it take you a year, two years, three years, let me tell you something. You having to pay $100 a week or $200 a month, however much you put towards your debt to pay it down, guess what? When you finally get that debt down, I promise you, you will never in your life run it back up. You will never run it back up again. And we do the same thing in almost every area of our life. And I'm going to tell y'all a story. Okay, I'm going to listen, Holy Spirit. I'm going to tell them the story. And I may have said this before. I used to get jobs faster than you could blink your eye. I have walked off of jobs and had another job before I got home. Oh, man, I would quit. If I walked in and the temperature went right, uh-uh, it's too cold in here. I'm finna go work somewhere else. That was my attitude. But why was my attitude like that? Because I can get a job whenever I wanted to. It didn't matter. I was young, staying with my mama. I can I go wherever I want to go. When I sit up here and tell you that I can get a job, I don't have more jobs than some of y'all done had birthdays. Okay? You celebrate your 25th birthday, I'm on my 35th job. I'm just being real. And I will quit. It don't matter what bills I had because I can always go get another job. I'm so tired of orientation. I'm so I'm so tired. I've been working since I was uh, 16, going on 17. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. And guess what? Could God have spoke to me and said, son, you shouldn't be doing that? It's no doubt in my mind God has told me many times, son, you can't really be quitting your jobs like that. He's used people to tell me. He's told me in so many different ways. But you know what? Chris Hardhead. But you know what? God knew how to get me to slow down so I can hear what he's saying. You know, you know what God did to me? A situation had happened. Um, I was on a job and... Uh, this young lady, she was mad 
that I didn't want to give her that type of attention. So she made my work life uh, a living uh, she-old. You know, I used to tell uh, my managers, like, hey, man, this girl, she doing too much, blah, 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 blah. I can't, I can't do it no more. Now, I ain't going to get into all that, but let me tell you something. When a male talks about harassment, it's laughed at. But when women talk about harassment, oh, they calling in HR from Washington. You know what I'm saying? But that's a story for another day. But uh, I wasn't being taken seriously, right? And then, you know what? Uh, I was going over to her because she was supposed to hand me the car keys because we were working at the rental car. So she dropped the keys on the ground. Like I had my hand out for the keys and she dropped them on the ground. Oh, y'all love talking about how men act when y'all don't get them no attention. But let you reject the woman. Let you reject the woman. Let me tell you, something. it's a different level of petty that comes out. You know what I'm saying? So she dropped the keys on the ground right in front of my face. You know what I did? I quit. I went in my, I went and got in my car and I drove home and I quit. Wait a minute. I did what? I went and got in my car. My what? Your car, my car. Wait, the car that needs gas to run? The the car that you still paying on every month? And you finna drive to a apartment that the rent is due at the first of the month? Well, the lights need to be paid every month. Well, the Wi-Fi needs to be paid. Well, the refrigerator need grocery. You did what? You quit your money and went and hopped in a car that cost money. Oh, brother, you're in the deficit already. But see, you couldn't tell Chris that at that time because Chris can go get a job relying on my own strength. See, that's one thing that will humble you. You thank you. You thank you, the man. You thank you out here pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. And then God has to show you who's really in control. Every single job I called and applied for, no response. No answer. No, no nothing. I'm talking about, I just knew I was going to get an hour. Guess what? Tried to apply for unemployment. Them folks said no unemployment because work was available and you quit. I'm like, well, what's going on, man? I can't get a job? I remember my car note was due. And I'm like, oh, man, come on, y'all. Just, just, just give me a little time. You know what I'm saying? I remember like it was yesterday. It was 2000. Uh, it was the beginning of 2017. January 14th. They repoed my car. They told me that they was going to give me to the 15th. I called my mama. My mama said she was going to give me the money to put on my car note on the 15th. My mama got paid the same day that they was going to give me to, to, to keep my car. But because that Monday was a holiday, they wasn't there. They came and got it a day early. I'm out there calling the police. Yo, uh, somebody done stole my car. And this is the crazy thing about it because if you ain't never had a car stole from you, when it finally happens to you, you kind of like, wait a minute. Somebody stole my car? <laughs> wait, somebody stole out of all these cars out here. The 2019s and the and the 2018s and the 17s. Well, it wasn't no 2019 back then because this was like 2017. But all the 2017s and the and, and, and the 2016s out here, you gonna get my 04? 
You gonna get my old phone? Come on, man. And I ain't trying to say that I'm wishing they would have got somebody else, but I was like, you could have got somebody else. You gonna take my old foe? You gonna risk jail time over old foe? Mercury? Mountain Hill? Man, that was my baby too. Lord have mercy. I saw I saw that car driving down the street the other day. I almost hopped out and said, get out my car. But that wasn't my car. Anyway, lost my car. Called the police. Police like, uh, sir, you might want to get in contact with your uh your dealership. And I'm just like, my dealership. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Not the people that said they gave me to the 15. Oh, so you think it was the people that came and got your car early? No, God came and got that car early. Because he's teaching you a lesson. Couldn't get the rent money. Had to go back home and live with my dukes. You went from having your own apartment where you can do whatever you want to do. Come on, now we, we all know. You can, you can do whatever you want to do. But but thank God you got a parent that says, my kid's not going to be out on the street. But guess what? You just can't come home and say, well, I want my old room. No, 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 no. You got to conform to the rules and regulations of the house you got to stay in. Because you had your own spot and you squandered it. Because you was mad. Because somebody dropped some keys on the floor. You could have just picked the keys up and said, God bless you. But see, that, that type of attitude towards those type of people only come with letting the spirit move through you. And that only comes by having a relationship with the Lord. So guess what? If Chris would have slowed down in that moment and said, you know what? I got stuff to lose. I got I got stuff to lose. And is this really worth it? You know, sometimes you might not like it, but you might got to put yourself in the other person's shoes. You know, maybe she suffers from rejection. And when I told her I didn't want to take it there, maybe this is just how she acts. People who don't have the Holy Spirit only act out of emotion. Sometimes you just got to, understand that people ain't got what you got. They don't have the spirit of God in them to convict them and tell them, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Let's not act like that. What would I do? They don't have that. They are who they are. And you supposed to pray and say, you know what, Lord? She don't have your spirit like I do. That was a moment for me to give God glory by reflecting his character through me. Because Lord knows I wanted to drag her all up and down. Okay. Let's just be real. That's where we at, right? This is Slaughter University. We keep it real. Yes, I wanted to grab her and drag her under the car. Because don't play with me. You know what I'm saying? Don't play with me. But, but. You want to be like that in Christ. So now you're trying to rush your relationship with God. Let me, let me tell you something. If you was dating somebody and you went and y'all went to dinner and y'all sat at the table and they just like, yeah, man, so what I do is I work here, I do this, I do this, and I blah, 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 and I go here and I go there, da, 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 da. All right, bye. 
what? What did you learn from that date with that person? And a lot of you see how far other people have came in their relationship with Christ. And you see people younger than you, you see people older than you, but let me tell you something. Don't let this camera fool you. Do not let this camera fool you because somebody get on here and they say something that sounds good to you and they give you a scripture verse and you automatically think that this person is so far along in Christ. Let me tell you something. We all fall short of the glory of God. And I'm not speaking bad on nobody. I'm not saying they ain't a good person, but they ain't a good person on their own. They only are who they are because of Christ Jesus. Remember, let's keep the main thing, the main thing. As my beloved pastor used to say, you know, as he's in heaven now, and my mom used to always say this, my pastor used to always say this, and my mom used to always quote him. If it wasn't for Jesus, there go I. So let's bring it back for a second. And let's put the king on his rightful throne and stop acting like that we the best thing since sliced bread. Because truly, if he was to take his spirit away from us, what would you be? The dirt that he used to form you with. Nothing. Right? So when you see people on here giving these words and they're doing this and they're doing this and, 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 and blah, say, blah, say, blah. And now you feel like, oh, Lord, she's so fluent in the word. And oh, Lord, she's so this and he's so that. And he's the same age as I and she's the same age as me. And father, why is my relationship not like that? Let me tell you something. That girl or that guy could get on here and give a word and get offline and go out there and kill somebody. Can go out there and shoot up a needle. Can go up there and snort some cocaine. You wouldn't know because you so stuck in the in the in a couple of seconds, minutes that they got. And now you're going to God and it's pushing you away from God because now you feel like God is showing favoritism. Wait a minute. Favoritism. Do I have to go back to the verse? Do I have to go back to the verse? Because I will. I will. Hebrews 11, 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Let me tell you something. God's word stand on its own, baby. God's word stand on his own. I can get on here and quote the word. The word going to do what the word going to do because the word is the word. You feel what I'm saying? Do y'all smell what I'm cooking? The word is the word. I can go get Adolf Hitler and tell him to recite uh, a Bible verse and you're going to feel it because it's the word. It's the living word. It's God's word. It's him himself. It's, it is he who is in us. And that's, that's the word. So stop letting people, because they're quoting God's word, you start looking at them. Hold on. Because you can do the same thing. Even the devil knows the word. He quoted it at Jesus. So please, stop comparing. We have to get out of this comparison mindset. Because it's causing you to move 
too fast and I want you to slow down. Slow down. You got people that say, I read the whole Bible, but they can't quote it to you. You got people saying they read the whole Bible, but they can't remember every verse and every page. No, 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 because you have to understand that the word is God breathed. The word is, is, is God himself speaking. And what you want to do is understand, am I reading to have one up on somebody? Am I reading because I'm trying to show people that I'm more anointed than the next person? Am I trying to seek some type of social status in the church? Am I trying to be better than what I think I am because of my unresolved traumas in my life? So now, because I understand that God is all that I need, all that I ever will be, and I know that God is not going to bless my will for my life and i know god wants my will to be aligned with his will so let me let me fake it let me fake it let me sit up here and act like um i'm so in in endowed in my relationship with christ when really i'm just seeking popularity when really i just feel challenged that i thought that i knew something and somebody corrected me and i was wrong and now I feel stupid, but why do I feel stupid? Iron sharper iron, something I thought I knew, somebody showed me a different way to look at it. That's how it's supposed to work. But 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 that, that, that didn't come to your mind. You said, no, I got to speed. I got to read Genesis through Revelations in, in three months because I want to stand before everybody and say, I read the word. I read the Holy Scriptures. I know everything. What do you know? What, 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 what do you know? Because I think God reveals to you what he wants to reveal to you. Because as a parent, as God, certain things you won't be able to understand right now. You got to go through some things. And when he bring you back to some scripture, you're going to see how it all comes together. Right? But you want to excel so much and you want to go so fast and beyond that you reading the word, but you missing the word and you missing what God is trying to do. Because I believe that God says that if you wash the cup from the inside, then the outside will become clean. See, you're not storing up word in you. What you're doing is, is that you're making a scripture verse uh, attire. See, you want to wear the word. You want to wrap the word as a headband around your head so people can see the John 3.16s and Isaiah 55.11s. You want to put on a shirt, right? You want, you want to wear the word like clothes. Because when people see you, they see you on the outside and they oh, she's wrapped in the word. But the word ain't in you. You know better than a Pharisee or a Sadducee. You know better than a Pharisee or a Sadducee. Who try to put the yoke on people's neck and they can't even carry it. Can we allow God to work on us on the inside? That's what I want. I want for us.
Let the Lord work on you from the inside. You meditate on the word. Some of you will read a passage, get to a scripture, don't understand the scripture, and keep going. Wait a minute. If you driving and you see a stop sign, don't you stop? Some of y'all do. Some of y'all don't. But you're supposed to stop at the stop sign. No, 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 no. You, you go get the word, and when you get to a point you don't understand, you don't seek understanding. It has been times where I have been stuck on a scripture for I don't know how long. I don't call everybody. Man, what does this mean to you? What does this mean to you? What does this mean to you? I tell you, uh, the, the one scripture uh, where Paul was saying we go from uh, glory to glory. For some reason, that tripped me up. And it still kind of trips me up a little bit to this day. I think, you know how you can sometimes understand something, but you don't really deeply understand it? It's like I get it, but I don't get it. I got Bible verses to this day that I'm always asking somebody, what do you mean by that? Especially when you get to the New Testament, right? And, and, and that's mainly where we at. You have to go. And come back later. Let me review it. And let me come back later. Just like we finna do. Thank y'all for listening to part one. I'll catch y'all next time on Slaughter University. Part two coming next.